What third-party Mastodon clients should you adopt? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com slash newsletter and stay up to date. Jeff, I don't, look, I don't want to, this is not slamming anybody, I, I, I'm asking, but mm-hmm. is the fact that Eric, and, and you were shaking your head, so I'm going to assume it's true for you too, that the if the icons aren't clear in what they're, what they're supposed to do, that somebody's falling down on the job and not doing a good job of creating those icons and forget, you know, the brushed glass or whatever, but just the, the, the symbols that they should be a little bit more obvious, or is it, is it really just too early for even that? This is, this is one time when I'm willing to give the developers a pass on, uh, on understandability. And that's because like you said, this is all really new. And what we're seeing right now are developers experimenting. So instead of just using some generic symbol, they're trying out some things and some of it'll stick and some of it won't. And when, when all that digital dust settles, we'll end up with, uh, with icons for buttons that probably look pretty much the same across all the, uh, the different apps. But for right now, it's, it, uh, Eric, I think you said Wild West. I was going to go with Hot Mess. Um, and it's, I mean, it's it's straight up frustrating trying to figure out what some of these these buttons mean. And also because they're not in the same order in every app. So if you're thinking, well, if I just tap the leftmost button, then that's going to do whatever, like do a reply. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Um, so it it's frustrating, but at the same time, I'm okay dealing with that because it's also very exciting because we have so many client apps that are coming out and we're seeing so much uh, experimentation happening. Okay. I, I just, I ask because I've, Stepping outside away from Mastodon clients, I know there are times that some I, I will open some apps that have nothing to do with social media, by the way. And you know, you're greeted with all these buttons and icons, and even after you learn what they are, it's like, well, why? It's just <laughs> like somebody has decided that everything in the world needs an icon, and I'm just not sure that that's the case. But that may be my bias. So. Anyway, what? Um, how about you? What have you had similar results with what Eric's been experimenting with, and what else have you been looking at? Um, it's funny because Eric's list is basically mine. So right now, um, I'm looking at my iPhone. Uh, the app that I'm using most is uh, is Ivory, and then uh, I'm also using Toot, Ice Cubes. And the native Mastodon app, because I wanted to have a baseline to uh, to work from. The Mastodon app um, isn't that great, but that's okay because the Mastodon developers said right up front, "Look, we've made this thing just so it would be there." 
But if you want to have a really good third, uh, uh, native app experience, we recommend that you go and try one of these. And they're listing off all of these third-party developer projects. And, uh, and I mean, how many companies would do that? Say, you know, we're making something, but if you want it to be really good, go check out what everyone else is doing instead. Um, and and it's a, it's a usable app, but yeah, there, there are better choices out there. Um, on the Mac... I am uh, using Mastodon. Um, I'm actually using the iPad version of Ice Cubes on my Mac. Right, I'm actually looking at it right now as we talk, and that's an interesting experience because it assumes that I'm using it on an iPad, and so I do things that I would do on a Mac, like a like Command Return, to make the post happen doesn't work on the Mac. But if I'm doing it on my iPad with, uh, with the, uh, the keyboard, uh, what is it? The smart keyboard, cover, whatever. When I'm doing it on my iPad with the keyboard, that works. So it, it's, it's weird to not have that happening consistently, but whatever. We're all in the early phases here. Um, and then I have been doing a lot with the, the web interface. My advice on the web interface is uh, go into the settings, into the advanced settings, and, and click the button that lets you turn on the, the multi-column view and use that because you get to see um, uh, your stream, your uh, responses, and, uh, and all those interactions. And then you have a third column where you get to see um, whatever it is that you've currently selected. Um, or you can set set them up to be other things as well. So it's, uh, I think, uh, a really good interface for uh, for interacting with Mastodon, which is hard to say for a lot of uh, of web interfaces for social media platforms. So anyhow, that that's kind of cool. Um, the 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 frustration, Eric, that you're having with Ivory, where features you went to see just aren't there. Totally get it. I'm having that same uh, problem. What I'm liking, though, is that they're doing what I'm seeing so many other developers do, which is to be super transparent about what is going on with their apps. And they have a, uh, uh, a web page the, that lists the feature roadmap for Ivory. And you can just go and look at it and see what they've done, what uh, they're currently working on, and what's just waiting for whenever they can get to it or whatever the priority is. And when you go and look at the, at the planned feature list, it looks like what we both want, Eric. So I'm looking forward to that fleshing out. Uh, part of the problem that they had, at, which is the same problem a lot of other companies or developers have had, is that they had to ramp up their, their roadmaps so that they're a lot faster than they had originally planned. So using Ivory as an example, they were working on updates for TweetBot, and then uh, the whole change started to happen at Twitter with, you know, from the Elon purchase. And at that point, they're like, well, people are suddenly looking for this, and what do we do? And then as as 
more and more problems started cropping up for Twitter users and they're moving over to Mastodon, they saw the demand for a, uh, uh, a native app was uh, was high enough that they needed to get on it and they went from should we do something to here's our public preview version of the app that you can download today crazy fast and that that even included building out the framework because they had planned on developing mastodon and twitter in parallel going forward so they set up this whole framework to make that work and then now they're just abandoning the Twitter side because they kind of have to. Uh, but anyhow, it's great to see so many of these companies being super transparent about where they are. It makes it, I think, a lot easier to decide which apps you want to invest time in. Wow. Um, okay, so Jeff, when you were talking about turning on the uh, the, the columns on the web interface, it reminded me something I wanted to ask both of you on the others. Can I select my timeline? And because I'm thinking what I've seen is that um, the, at least the instance I'm on, I can select the, the local instance stream, or I can select basically a Fediverse stream, which is almost mm -hmm. too fast. It, it's almost too fast. It almost goes by too fast. But the point is I have that option. Um, or are, are the other are the clients defaulting to just my personal stream of the people that I've followed? Everything that I've tested, every app that I've tested gives you the option. So you can look at just the stuff that you want, or you can look at the whole stream. Okay. I um, think, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, as well as... Um, Frequently, there'll be tags in posts. Once you mm -hmm. notice a pattern for the tags that are useful, when you click on the tag, it will display you know all of the tag stuff that's known about. You can then bookmark that and add that. So you'll have you know your local feed, the Fediverse feed, and a feed of that that particular tag, which lets you see a bunch of stuff that you're where you're not directly following someone. You're just following the tag, but it's not a fire hose of absolutely everything on the site. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. So um, that so that's like a hashtag on Twitter? Is that yes. what we're talking about? So yes. it's something that the user adds? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the way different uh, apps handle that sort of filtering is uh, is something to, to check out because you, you may find that one app handles that in a way that suits your needs better than another. And we're back to Eric's, some of Eric's comments about, you know, how he uses it. And you really have to sort of figure out how you intend to use Mastodon um, and how, well, how you've been using Twitter and now will it be a replacement or will you, it be something brand new for you? And you want to start over, uh, you know, a lot of different, a lot of different takes on that. Yeah. So, okay. So the obvious question, wh where would you recommend someone start now? I mean, because it sounds like both of you are running multiples and sometimes for different tasks, sometimes just as experiments to see. But if, if I didn't want to mess with that, because frankly, my interface has been, the web interface. 
I have not tried out any of these just because the last month or so has been a little nuts. Um, and I also would, you know, it's not that I don't want to don't want to give everybody a fair shot at it, but just that t- that takes time. That's why I wanted to ask you to to come here and see if you can provide some recommendations for folks beyond what you've talked about with your own use cases. I would start with uh, with a third party app that makes the onboarding experience for new users uh, uh, easier and less intimidating because. Even though it's not as intimidating as it was a year ago to get into Mastodon, you still have to overcome that hurdle of what server do I join? And uh, um, uh, Ivory, I think, does a really nice job with that. And um, and I'm sorry, now I'm trying to remember if it was... Uh, uh, Toot or Ice Cubes that had a nice onboarding experience. Uh, uh, Eric, you said the one that basically just threw you in, and and you and you either had to know or figure it out. That's yeah. that's one not to use to get started. Ice Cubes is a little rough. Ice um, Cubes. Okay. Everything after that is nice. Um, Toot is better. And it has a nice video overview of, hey, this is what Mastodon is. And this is kind of where, you know, the video is a little old, but it, it kind of chats a bit about um, about the environment and, and kind of a, that person's opinion of what happens. And it gives you some context, which I found helpful. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, so here's something you can do. If... If you're thinking Ice Cubes is the app that I really want to use, but I want the better onboarding experience, download Toot or Ivory, get signed up there, and then go over to uh, to Ice Cubes and uh, and log into your account from there, and you're done. And now you've got the best of both worlds. Jeff, thank you. Because I was going to ask you to clarify when you said or- onboarding, if you meant onboarding as in signing on to Mastodon for the first time, or if you meant onboarding onto that particular app. But you just answered that question. Sorry about that. This is what happens when uh, when you spend all day working uh, and writing for big companies. You start using their jargon all the time. And um, at least we don't have to talk about KPIs here. Yeah. <laughs> Today's edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter. Visit macvoices.com slash newsletter today, sign up, and stay up to date. I think that there's a very good chance that Ivory will be kind of the best solution across different devices. I agree. Um it it might take them six months to get to that point and, you know, a full year, maybe even to be comfortably at that point. Um, but I think it's worth going back and looking again and again, which is kind of what I've been doing. Um, if, um, if I could figure out how to do alt text in ivory and I could figure out how to edit a post, I might even be willing to just sit there. I haven't figured out how to do those two things yet. I'm, I'm not sure where they are on the 
uh, on the timeline. Yeah. So, you know, but it's, it, it's still, it just looks, it looks like an app, uh, not, not a, a web browser grafted into something. Um, out of all of the different mm-hmm. options out there, Ivory lets you um, edit your profile and it doesn't just pop up a, a web browser interface and basically send do the same thing you would do in a web browser to go edit your profile. It's within the app. So it it is heading towards being kind of a, a, a better overall good user experience. And I expect as it gets developed more, um, there will be other people documenting how to use it as well and extra commentaries and, you know, um, you know, YouTube videos and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the you know, buttons and icons that are there that I haven't figured out what they do yet are distinct from each other and they look good. The fact that I don't know what they do quite yet, I guess I'm less worried about than the fact that once I do figure it out, I'll be able to tell them apart. That's encouraging. Yes. But but yeah. it's early. Yep. Yeah, and um uh the the icons buttons thing, that's a big problem for me in ice cubes as well. Um it's uh it well actually they changed them at some point. So I think it's it's much better than it was. But uh yeah, that what I need to retract that because they did change. So they're much better. Ivory still needs to fix theirs. Yeah, really with, with uh, I pretty much sit in ice cubes most of the time now. The only issue I have is to save an image. Most of the time it's a two-step process instead of kind of a single one, you know, where I have to click on the three buttons and then I can save it or click on a share button and then I can say, you know, it, it's, it's, it takes too long to do that step that I do a lot, but that's me. It might not even apply to anybody else. And that's it. Everything else kind of is okay. And you really only need to set your account up once. Um, mm-hmm. that being said, ivory looks so good. I'm willing to keep going back and looking at it again and again, hoping that that will have a Mac app and an iPad app and a phone app and with the same interface. And uh, I wish I could tell you today that the interface on the Mac and iOS is the same, but I didn't see the uh, the open invite until uh, it, it was already full. So I don't know. But uh, the plan the plan is from uh, what the Tapbots people have been saying is that they want to give everyone a a solid. Um, consistent experience across all the devices, but to make sure that the experience they get on each device is appropriate for that device. So on a Mac, it, it, uh, it will be focused on using a keyboard and, uh, and, a, and a pointer input device. And on iOS and iPadOS, it'll be based on, on a, a touch interface. You know, that's, I think, an important point here, that what we're seeing is we're seeing um, some very reputable developers work on this stuff. It's not like it's, you know, somebody in their garage for the first time. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you're seeing people that have had years and years 
of interface experience and especially social media interface experience trying to tackle this problem um, or opportunity, depending on the way you look at it. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, Jeff, I think it was you that said, you know, that they're out there experimenting since Mastodon is different, is a bit different. And, you know, if anything, if anybody, if any developers ever listen to this, I think it's going to be really interesting to listen to them, especially with Eric, with his very specific things for him. I honestly don't remember the last time I saved an image off of Twitter or Mastodon or Facebook or anywhere else. And for me, but, the the real question is, when did I do that last? What time is it right now? <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I'm saving images off of social media platforms all the time because uh, for for a wide range of reasons. But oftentimes it will be because uh, I went to share that with someone else privately, and uh, and instead of sending them a whole post for a service that they may or may not be on, I will send them the image and tell them where I got it, and. Uh, And uh, as an example, um, right before the show on um, um, Mastodon, I saw a meme about uh, about the the incredibly large number of Linux distros, and it was really funny. And so, uh, so I sent it to my friend that's really uh, into Linux and Unix. And they loved it, and they, they're they not a Mastodon. So they've got the image. They know where it came from. They can go sign up if they want. Which actually brings up one other thing, and that is um, the apps are getting better. I'm, I didn't test it recently, so I don't know who's the best. At when you find something you like and you want to share it with someone, giving you a URL that actually is useful. For when the yes. That's it. They actually get back to the actual thing you were looking at. Um, I'm liking ice cubes and ivory for that right now. Yes. uh, Can you, can you both elaborate on that a little bit? So if, if I am not signed up to Mastodon and you send me one of those URLs, what do I get? Where do I end up? You end up on a webpage that shows you that post. The exception would be if someone has set their account to be visible only by people that they're following and are following them. Um, but otherwise, you, ju- you just get a regular web page with, with a normal URL, not some weird tracking code thing. It's just, there it is, click it, and you get a page. As an example... And, no, go ahead. As an example, you know, I went to a garden show, but I was with somebody who's not on Mastodon. They weren't going to be signing up for Mastodon, but I said, well, you can follow what I'm looking at and then meet up with me at whichever booth or, you know, you can follow my breadcrumbs kind of. And so, you know, it's HTTPS colon slash slash Mastodon.social slash tags slash garden chat. The garden chat, garden chat is the equivalent of the hashtag, but instead of the hash mark, you just put the word tag slash, and then the word garden chat. Then it's just a web browser interface. You click on it, and you can see every post that I made with all the images and everything else. You don't have to have an account. It's easily shareable. It's short. It's just a really nice interface. 
I've, I've got to go geeky on you just for a second because I'm kind of intrigued. So, first of all, that's great news because that's sort of what you could do with Twitter, that you can share a post and they don't have to be signed up for Twitter to see it. Where is that web page living? Is it living on that particular instance server? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oddly enough, that would work if you hit it. You could hit it a couple different machines, like techhub.social or Mastodon Social. Both have that. Um, it wouldn't necessarily always work on every server. It kind of depends. But those two, for what I was doing, worked well. So maybe some experimenting. Um, I did do, there was one person who posted something and they happened to be on a Mastodon server that nobody wants to talk to and their post didn't show up because it's not shared. It doesn't ever get federated. So yeah, that's a Mastodon thing. Eric and Jeff are back one more time in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish up this conversation about Mastodon, the new third-party clients, and also provide some insight into why you want to join one Mastodon instance over another and how to choose. That's all next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.